everybody welcome to another episode of rebunked it's your boy scott here back in the house and guess what i got a fantastic episode for you so these are the founders of float.app so float is a social media platform it's been around for a few years now but man uh just an amazing community amazing community of people um you know quality quality stuff and they are just building this amazing like i don't know like empire i guess in a good way a good empire a good freedom liberty uh, solution-focused empire, right? So, uh, Aaron and Kingsley, um, you know, husband and wife couple who have, like, kind of emerged out of the, the chaos that is, you know, big tech landscape. You know, Kingsley got, has a background in, like, like, crypto, uh, developing companies, and then, um, you know, it's kind of pivoted now into this new realm, and, uh, it's just, you know, it's such a cool, you know, I, I, I've, uh, had the chance to be on, like, the Union of the Unwanted with them a few times, and then, so it was awesome to finally be able to connect get into uh, all the stuff that they're working on and of course float fest oh my god i'm so excited so excited about float fest and maybe I'll see some of you guys there you know what i'm saying um it's down in goss maybe that's how you pronounce it g-a-u-s-e goss texas uh april 29th through may 3rd so it's gonna be just it's just like the who's who of all the people like all your favorite podcasts that you've ever heard uh like all your favorite like you know people that are kind of in the liberty movement man like it's just gonna be off the hook so hopefully see some of you there because i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be there hanging tough the whole time so yeah hopefully see some of you guys there if you guys like this show you can support the show by heading over to our website which is rebunk.news um you'll see some uh, value for value donation options at the bottom of the page you got crypto and cash app and all that stuff um you're gonna see all the links at the top all the video platforms we're on if you wanted to share the show on any video platforms or watch the show i guess and then, uh, of course, of course, of course, you can listen on all podcast players. So this show is on, like, you know, iTunes, Spotify, any of your podcast players. So you can listen on the go. Uh, let's see. So another great way to support the show is on the Subscribestar. So Subscribestar has premium episodes, uh, little premium rants that I've been doing. Um, so Subscribestar.com forward slash rebunk to get in on that. You know, five bucks a month, uh, just like a cup of coffee a month, like really helps keep this show going and uh it's gonna help me grow and innovate and do bigger and better things so anybody that wants to hop in there is very much appreciated um another great way to support the show is uh uh through my affiliate link truth trs so if you're gonna if you're in the market for like a heavy metal detox heavy metal detox spray truth trs.com so uh yeah that is my affiliate page that i built you know I, I don't know if i've really been clear about all that but i built that and as an affiliate with uh Koseba trs so you know by shopping there and uh and buying your uh, trs products through truth trs that helps support the show so truth trs.com um it's a heavy metal trs is a heavy metal detox spray that absorbs all the heavy metals in your body and flushes them out and you're gonna feel a million times better i i just got another great positive review uh you know on the instagram today uh, follow them at truth trs to get uh you know you'll see all a bunch of testimonials and reviews on there from uh from actual people who've used it um bunch of success stories so truthtrs.com, they also have a advanced CBD formula and advanced fulvic micronutrient formula. Ah, I got it right this time. So yeah, truthtrs.com to learn more about any of that. And if you have any questions, just send, uh, send a message to the at truthtrs Instagram. So bam, thank you guys. And uh, let's see, so the best way to stay up to date with the show is in the Telegram page, t.me forward slash rebunked pod. That's where you're going to get up to date, uh, up to the minute, like show postings, um, you know, like like new episode drops, memes, 
articles, anything that I got going on, any announcements I need to make, like you're going to probably want to be in the Telegram to get the most current uh, drops there. Let's see. The other thing would just be, you know, share the show. If you like the show, and a lot of you have, a lot of you are like retweeting it. You know, I'm getting messages from people saying like, hey, man, I love the show. I've been telling my friends about it. Like, I love that. That's so awesome. So please, uh, the only way the show is going to grow because the algorithms ain't going to support it is just to tell a friend, tell a family member. If you write a five-star review on iTunes or just do five stars and then do a, a good review or a bad review, let me know what's up. You know what I mean? Um, I'm open to all of it. But uh, yeah. Good reviews help drive the help drive the show out to more uh, people on all these podcast players. So, all right, guys, uh, I think that's probably probably it. And without further ado, here is Kingsley and Aaron Edwards from Float. Welcome back, everybody. So, got a fantastic episode for you this evening. Sitting here with the founders of uh, Float, Float.app, Aaron and Kingsley Edwards. Uh, been uh, peripherally uh, associated with these guys for a long time and on the union of the unwanted with them a few times and you know I know we run in a lot of the same circles and uh, so it's awesome to finally have you guys on the show to talk about all these things because you guys you're like the future of like the liberty movement the way I like to look at it man like like as these other institutions crumble like you guys are building something fantastic so for all the listeners out there that uh, may not be familiar like let's start off and tell us a little bit about float float.app and uh well maybe a little bit about yourselves and we'll kind of go from there all right well number one we're dog people ah. <laughs> obviously yeah uh, well now now i am <laughs> by default i used to be a cat guy and then uh she came with a, a pit bull awesome. but yeah so we got our we got our doge dog here hey <laughs> and then thank you for for having us on we're really excited to uh, to be on here but yeah floats i mean we started in uh 2019 launched uh during anarcho vegas which was uh another one of our events in uh, las vegas that was kind of modeled after anarcho poco but in las vegas obviously and um and yeah floats i mean you know we kind of saw the trend of censorship you know getting worse and worse over time uh even before coronavirus so in 2019, I was actually, uh, we were developing a, a crypto wallet that was kind of going to be centered towards privacy coins. But during our time at Boost VC, which is the, the startup accelerator that we went, and we received some pre-seed funding from Adam Draper, who's uh, Tim Draper's son, uh, we decided, hey, like, this is the time, like, we, we saw kind of like we mentioned, uh, you know, the titanics of the world, the, the uh, in- these big institutions starting to crumble and one of those institutions being big tech. And we just saw kind of the trend, especially after Alex Jones got taken down, but we saw censorship happening even before that. But that was kind of the catalyst of, uh, of seeing, you know, deplatforming from all these content creators. So Aaron actually, uh, I say that she has kind of this magic touch of like all, you know, I'm a YouTube fanboy of all these people. And she's able to just like grab them into the screen and bring them into real life. And so it's really fantastic, but she developed a bunch of uh, friendships and brought a lot of people into our lives for personal relationships of a bunch of uh, independent journalists that were content creators or that are content creators. And, uh, you know, after that Alex Jones catalyst, we saw many of our friends overnight get deplatformed, get demonetized for, you know, no justification whatsoever. I mean, literally one of our friends, Carrie Weather, I think she got an email from Twitter saying that, you know, we, we uh, banned your account because, and it was a blank line and that was pretty much before everybody yeah yeah that was yeah that was for everybody so you know our friends spending uh you know five ten years building up their their youtube audience or the twitter or twitter or facebook audience to you know 
100,000, 250,000, half a million, even over and a million. And five people, 500 people not even will actually see their content Yeah, uh, oh, because yeah. they're so shadow banned. I yeah. mean, you know, you're a content mm-hmm. creator. Yeah, so whether they're getting completely deplatformed or demonetized or shadow banned, I, I have a feeling that I've been shadow banned uh, on Twitter for a while, or maybe it's just that I, no one wants to follow me. But ever since the Ron Paul days, like I've, I've, I've actually put in some time to try to get followers on Twitter a couple times throughout the years, and I think, honestly – because I was affiliated with Ron Paul early on that I think I'm uh, have some sort of issues there. Um, but then, you know, all the revelations with coming out from project Veritas of like insider information coming out, yada, yada, yada. So we, we uh, were like, Hey, um, you know, we were looking to, to start a new startup. Um, I had a successful startup before that that got acquired and we wanted, we were like, if there's any time to do it. Now's the time. So it's, you know, the, the perfect alignment of, doing the right thing, fighting for free speech online. And also, we, you know, we honestly believe that it's a business opportunity as well because you have these behemoths like Twitter and Facebook and, and all the others, Google, YouTube, um, starting to just piss off their users. Mm-hmm. And uh, before, you know, that used to make me pretty upset because I was a user myself. But now we're like, hey, keep pissing people off because yeah. that just uh, makes them want to drive to our platform and other alternatives. It's definitely been the challenge of our lives uh, with this business, but thankfully that we, we've just aligned ourselves with such an awesome and ideological aligned team that it gives us like the strength to, to keep going. And honestly, our community is just unreal. Like they're the best mm-hmm. community ever. And I guess I didn't really touch on what float is. Yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah, float is a, it's a social platform. Um, we're really like looking at encryption technology for privacy concerns. And, uh, and also, uh, we, you know, we're strong believers in cryptocurrency as being kind of the future of modern money, internet money, and, uh, and being out, you know, just anything or, or anti fiat government fiat. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we're really t- looking at these technologies. We're looking to integrate them and, and try to provide a place where people can communicate freely, um, you know, privately if they choose to, and, uh, and also just, you know, connecting people, I would say, you know, we're connecting people with uh, communication and commerce uh, on the, uh, on the, you know, the payment side, we're using cryptocurrency. That's amazing, man. Yeah. And you guys have built something really cool. Like not only just all the integrations, you know, the crypto side, but, but you guys are also innovating. Like I've heard you talk about so many different ways in which you're trying to innovate and grow, you know, gearing it more towards like content creators, you know, that's something that is just unheard of. Like, like, you know, you have platforms like Rockfin and stuff like that and, and Odyssey, who, uh, you know, kind of value the fact that the people that create content, like these are like, it's like a valuable relationship, you know, it's a symbiotic win-win type of relationship. Whereas everywhere else with regular big tech platforms, it's like this adversarial thing, you know, like a lot of us feel like relegated to these platforms to reach out and try and grab people and pull them over to our side. But at the same time, it's, it's just, it's like a battle. And so like the good thing about float is like, you don't have to have that. You don't have to have this like adversarial relationship. And it's like, you guys are sitting down with me and having a conversation like this is super cool. You know, like Mark Zuckerberg ain't going to come on here and have a conversation with me. I guarantee that, you know? Yeah. And, or, you know, Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> and even if they do have a conversation, typically they're just lying. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. like straight out. So I don't trust anything these people say. I mean, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned, big tech is, basically kind of uh, part of the uh, part, you know, basically a private arm of the government when it comes Absolutely. to circling communication and uh, spying on users and sharing that information. So we just want to build a platform that is, you know, kind of basically what the social platforms were before with some, you know, kind of new tricks um, yeah. using cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. We have some ideas for interoperability and in social uh, platform aggregation. So you mentioned like Odyssey and encryption. Hopefully we can do this with Rockman as well, but 
we're looking at ways where we can um, bring in like for Odyssey, for instance, there's actually a way where we can take all of the, uh, all of the users and the content from that platform and have it in float as well. So you can actually even post a flow, it'll post out to multiple other platforms and you'll actually be able to engage in multiple audiences from just one place. So that's really kind of the, the main goal of float. And we'll be able to do that uh, uh, now because we just launched our new platform. So now we have a solid foundation to build on to uh, be able to do all these really cool things that I've been, I've been dreaming about since we launched, which has taken us a little bit longer to get there, but we're, we're finally getting there. That's great. And yeah, you guys are like uh, right on this, like really awesome pivotal stage. You're like really maybe hopefully hitting like an inflection point where it really starts to grow. Cause you guys like, you know, like what I'm familiar, most familiar with is like the beta version that's been out for quite a while, but you guys are, tell me about the new, the new uh, update. So, yeah. I mean, oh, so I've been talking a lot. Uh, yeah, what, we're at ten minutes in. And <laughs> seriously, Scott has like five words and sounds great. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, but no, so version one, like we're now out of beta, and the platform kind of got a whole new look. Um, it's just a little bit more sleek, a little bit more um, more modern, uh, and you know we are definitely excited. Like most of the changes are actually not visible and they're on the back end. Um, like our old infrastructure was just a little, it was more like a prototype, um, you know, but now we've rebuilt the back end infrastructure, uh, front end infrastructure from scratch. And uh, man, like I would say in the last two years, we have pushed, I don't even know how many, how many uh, fixes. Oh yeah, like, quite a few. Yeah, we, we had our- I would say, I would say maybe like, 200 in like two years, right? We've literally pushed over 200 fixes in the last five days. So, I mean, that should tell you like just how crazy different the new platform is uh, compared um, to the old version. Yeah, for, for our development team. And now we, like she mentioned too, we have a, a, a full team now of, of great people that are all great. ideologically aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we really feel that's important. A lot of startups that talk about culture and this and that, but it's like, what culture are you trying to push at, you know, Twitter and all these other yeah. leftist Silicon Valley? Uh, and it's something, honestly, hiring, finding good people and, and keeping them motivated and excited about the product that they're working on. Like that was a challenge, you know, finding, finding a good team. But now I feel like we've got our dev team. They are amazing and such hard workers and they actually care about the product that they're building. Wow. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting right now. We are in the middle of, um, designing the groups feature. So if you are a user and you want to help us literally build the groups feature of a social media platform of your dreams, uh, please send us all, you know, your wants, your needs, your dreams uh, to our email. Uh, You can email me at Aaron at float.app. But honestly, like that's the most exciting thing about float for me is that we are building this platform for our user base. And, you know, we actually take the time to talk to them and, um, to listen to them and listen to what they want to use so we know what to go out and build. That's great. So, like, as a user, would I be able to, like, log in and create my own group? Or is that something that you guys would be... Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, not yet, but but once you it's would. launched, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. we're looking at doing integrating groups. Um, we want to have Float Market up probably by the end of this year, which will be really exciting. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a bunch of cool things that we can do with Float Market, too, that uh, we can talk about. Um, and then we'll also be integrating our our, uh, our token as well for a reward mechanism 
Um, so you'll be able to earn, you know, it's basically like post to earn or mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I call it kind of like, especially because our token mimics uh, uh, Bitcoin's tokenomics, there's only 21 million. So I kind of consider it like, hey, you're mining Bitcoin uh, just by posting on social media and anybody can earn, you know, you don't have to be a huge content creator, although you'll, you'll probably make more. Mm -hmm. um, but, you you know, you can just anybody, anybody's considered, you know, basically a creator that, that uh, creates original content on Float yeah. or even just shares other content. That, that's so cool how like just having the, the crypto integration like allows for just like the, the growth of the website occurs best by interacting with the website and like and then participating in it. And like the users are actually helping to facilitate the growth of it. You know, it's it, like reminds me of like, uh, uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought. But uh, but yeah, no. OK, so like, for example, OK, yeah, that's what it was. So like, you know websites like youtube right like if i need to go and like uh need to learn how to like change my brake pads on my freaking truck or something like that you know what i mean like i can't go to like rumble or rockfin to do something like that so it's like you know the more content we're actually adding to the to the site like it's making it more useful and making it more valuable really in, in a lot of different yeah. ways and so that's that's awesome yeah. so it's on us as users to, to log in and kind of build the value and build the whole ecosystem of what's available on there you know yeah, it takes a community and, um, and, you know, I feel like right now, like we have just like this seed of such a great community and we just can't wait for it to grow and grow. And really, you know, we're like, you know, libertarian or anarchists or I like to use the word voluntarists. Sure. Um, and personally. But, yeah, personally, but you know, float is really just about free speech. So I don't, we don't care what, it doesn't matter what side yeah, of the what your politics you are on. or whatever, as long as you believe in free speech, floats a place for you. Fantastic. It's fantastic. So I just uh, had an interview with a gal named Shelby who uh, founded this uh, other app called Unjected, which is kind of like a liberty minded dating app. Right. And they've kind of expanded oh, cool. into other other realms as well. Uh, but um, she was telling me all these crazy stories about, uh, you know, her battles with like the Google Play Store and the, the Apple App Store. Like they've just been like they're, they're just like insane with her. Like there's been like I don't know if you've seen like mainstream media articles about just just bashing her and what they're trying to do it's just insane oh, what type of uh i was just curious so what type of uh obstacles have you ran into with like the app store and the play store and all that stuff yeah so we we were on uh both of them uh last year we actually decided to just pull ourselves off the apple store because we just said they're going to kick us off anyway so what's, yeah. it, what's and the it was, it, that was right after they pulled parlor oh right and so it's like yeah yeah we just were like Okay, well, you know, do we just rip the band-aid off now? Do we wait until, you know, they they pull us? Like what's um, the point we knew, of placing time and resources? Yeah, we knew that we were not gonna be able to be on there very long. So that was a quick choice that we made. Uh, we decided to keep our Google Play app um, to see how long we could go um, before they pull us. And also because for people that don't know, uh, should I mute it? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they, you know, Google, they have a different type of app where it uses a, a APK, which basically you could, you can sideload outside of the Google Play Store. But last, uh, last uh, December, so it's been like five months now or so, uh, we ended up got, getting an email from Google and they, uh, they saw uh, a booby on uh, on floats and so they, they they threatened to kick us off if we didn't start censoring for that then they started uh, emailing us a couple more times about just stupid stuff crazy I, thing like yeah. honestly no context at all they won't actually tell you what uh content violation you're actually um going against so they just send screenshots with absolutely no context and they're just like you're in direct violation of our content policy you must remove this content 
or you will be removed off of the Google Play Store by blah, blah, blah. So it took about 10 seconds for us to come together as a team and be like, hey, forget it. And honestly, it's not even just a, uh, you know, just the difference of ideologies. We're not wanting to, we didn't want to play whack-a-mole with big tech and do this and do that to their bidding. Um, but really, I mean, we honestly believe that the future is in, uh, is in web apps and uh, progressive web apps. And um, for people who don't know, like you can install a web app for most, for, for Flow right now, um, but for most websites, just by going over to any Chromium-based uh, browser like Google Chrome or Brave Browser um, or, or, or others, I think Opera does it too. And you can just you can cl- click on the the, uh, the settings there, and you just add the home screen, and it basically mimics an app. Like it's 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 I like using it better. I feel like it's faster. Also, you're not storing uh, the whole app on your phone. It just and then every time that you go to the go to the app, which is really just the website that looks like an app, um, it gets updated. So you don't have to worry about constantly updating your phone and this and that. And progressive web apps, especially, are becoming more much more sophisticated now, where you can do basically everything that you can do with an app, like using the microphone and, and including the, using it offline. Yeah, exactly. So we feel that that's the future and that's, you know, what we're going to spend our invest in basically as, as a company yeah. and forget, and forget the app stores, forget, you know, um, there's just, yeah, there's just no free reason. speech does not live on any app store, on big tech, on, yeah, yeah. On big tech app yeah. stores. They won't allow it. Like, and that was very obvious to us when they pulled the parlor app, um, you know, like, so think whatever you want about Parler itself, but that, but that was, you know, an indication. And also they did the same thing with Gab a couple of years ago, um, you know, and so just looking at that trajectory, it just was very obvious to us, like, this isn't going to last long. And so ultimately we have to prepare ourselves for the moment that big tech does throw us off their app stores. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm glad, I'm glad that we were prepared at that moment because I don't know what we, you know, it would have taken a, a lot of time to kind of recover from that sh- if we had not had the APK at that moment. Totally. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so I know with your new transition, you know, maybe there's some people who maybe didn't get the memo. Like I know that kind of, uh, you know, if you go to click on your little float beta app, you know, you may not be able to get, get on there. Like what, what would you say to the people that are kind of like lost in the fray at the moment or, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just just kind of break down for us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, read read an email or look at our look at our you know social accounts on, on other totally. sites. I know, I know, but you know, there's always that segment that doesn't. Oh yeah. Oh, believe me, we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's we find that it's usually Apple users, mm. but uh, interesting. But, but it's funny because every Apple user who needs my help, it's a hardware issue and never a software issue, uh, which says, says a lot about <laughs> Apple as a product. I'm just yeah, saying. Totally. But, but anyway, um, so when you go to float.app, uh, that's what you would put in your browser, F-L-O-T-E dot A-P-P. Or join float.com. Or join float.com. It'll redirect you to our site. Um, and if you were a user on the beta site, you will have to reset your password in order to access the new site. So you'll so. get an email, and then you just click the link, and then you change your password, and then you're good to go. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Beautiful. So, all right. And you guys, if you aren't anybody listening, if you're not on float.app, get on there, man. Like, it's just like, it's seriously, it's, it's quality. It's quality over quantity. You know, you don't have the millions of just like whatever people that are on all these other platforms, but I'm pretty sure like if, if someone's on there, uh, and, and they're like active on there, then they're, they're, they're quality people that you probably should have in your circle. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah we have so many cool people on flow. Yeah. We have like homesteaders, we have mm-hmm. preppers, we have gun enthusiasts, we have crypto people, we have, uh, you know, just people that make 
baked goods. Um, a lot of people that are like, you know, gar- aren't into gardening. Yeah. Um, and you have camping. your conspiracy, conspiracy yeah, theorists on there. You have your people who are Trump, you know, uh, supporters. You have, you know, you kind of have the full gamut. And it's funny when you said that if you go on, you know, Rumble or um, Odyssey and you look up a tutorial on how to, you know, oil your whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you actually can like find that on foot. Like there's uh, like specifically there's one account that comes to mind that like does reviews for, you know, products and like, we'll show you how to do, like Tim do, the tool man. Yeah. Tim, yeah it's Tim nice. the tool man. Uh, and you know, it's just, it's really awesome to see people just putting out genuine content that's not related to politics because I just, you know, with Facebook, Facebook is going to show you algorithms of accounts that, you know, uh, that you t- normally follow. I follow mostly anarchist libertarians. And so that is my feed constantly yeah. on Facebook. And it's like, you say, Oh, red is my favorite color. And then there's someone in the comments being like, fuck you. Orange is the best color. You know, it's just always an argument. It's always a toxic an, thing. Then you see an ad for red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I've had that experience too. Like you log into, like, I don't it's mess around with Facebook really, but it's like, I remember like you log in there and like, it'd be like something about like, you know, like, like a bunch of like, child trafficking stuff i'm like oh you motherfucker and it was like the first thing that pops up right i was like they know they know they know oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're trying to incite yeah, that exactly like it, it is like they are very psychological in that way and so they they will provide content that that invokes a negative reaction because yeah. negative reactions that you know that drives comments and yeah. engagement yep exactly uh, drives ads yeah yeah or, or yeah usage Um, but yeah, we're with flow. We're just all about like right now, our, our feed is just completely chronological, but now on this new platform, what we're going to be adding is just so, uh, different, different filters, uh, all college sports. So you can just see videos, just see audio. We, we support audio, which is pretty cool. Um, just see pictures, just see short form text or more blog form text. Um, you'll be able to, you know, select the different, you know, timelines or or when, when it was released. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I think that's really cool. It's more about not like, what we want to show you like big tech, how they do it, but just, you know, moderate your own experience, curate your own experience on float. And something that I think differentiates float from a lot of alternative sites, and it's not something that's really used much on float, um, nor, you know, are we promoting it to be, but is, is we do allow NSFW content Mm. on float. Like that's. You know, a lot of people will compare us to Gab, and Gab won't allow NSFW content, and Odyssey doesn't allow NSFW content. So like yeah, we're not known for NSFW. We're not yeah. trying to really be known push for that, it. Sure, but but, uh, but it does. It is one thing that you know does make us stand out. Like we're not a, we're free the net. We don't. <laughs> yeah, well, like yeah. Twitter, Twitter allows that sort of stuff too. You know what I mean? So, so like, does Reddit. So does Google. If you yeah. think about it. Yeah, exactly. And that's such a chicken shit argument when they come at you from like an app store perspective. Say like, wait a minute, we saw a boob, and it's like, right. dude, I can download Google Chrome on your app store, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. I can. So we like to think things through. We like to be fair with yeah. our community. We like to, if if you are gonna, you know, if you don't like say tag something for NSFW, we're gonna reach out to you first, not just ban you. Um, and remind you, you know, we're, yeah. we're actually, there's actually people running this comp, this company versus totally. just like AI robots, Zuckerberg bots. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I do have more, more questions about the platform itself, but I'm just super excited to talk to you guys about float fest. Now, what the heck, man? Like, ah, I, I was, I was 
trying to maybe go there last year. I just couldn't make it for the first one. But I, I was hell-bent on it this year, and just so many other circumstances in my life worked out to where I'm actually going to be able to do it. And I'm driving with a friend. We're driving down. Got awesome. my tickets, dude. So excited. But uh, everybody out there that's listening, um, we're closing in on the date. So tell us uh, what, what Float Fest is. Yeah, so Float Fest is a four-night, five-day camping festival with like-minded people. Um, we started Float Fest because we think it's really important to not only build community online, uh, which is what we're trying to achieve with Float, but it's important to carry those uh, relationships over into your real life. Um, I want a network of people who support each other, uh, you know, not just through a screen, but I would love, you know, I, I've, I've seen Float users, you know, collaborate on different things and, you know, picking up the phone and calling each other. And, and that's like the kind of support network that I want to activate and, and cultivate and grow. So yeah, that was kind of the primary motivation around Float Fest. Uh, last year we were doing Float Fest in tandem with Anarchapoco as a watch party um, because we felt like we could value the most or provide value and the most in that way. Uh, this year we are not connected with Anarchapoco uh, and we're kind of just doing our own thing, running our own slate of speakers. And oh my gosh, it is so much work, but we have about 40 speakers coming. Um, and so it's going to be awesome. We have Scott Horton. Um, we have Spike Cohen. We have Larkin Rose. Larkin Rose. We have, I, I mean, just like so many people, Dr. Andrew Kaufman. Um, Max Egan is coming. That's awesome. And, yeah, I saw you guys snagged that. I'm like, yes. yeah. We have, a, we have a comedy show with Sam Tripoli and yep. Eddie Bravo yeah. and I think some other local comics. Yep, yep. Um, so, I mean, and just a ton of information. Jack Spirko is coming and talking about survivalism. Um, you know, and it's not just about libertarian ideals. It's, you know, about things that we should, we should be talking about, you know, not things outside of the government, daily things that we can, you know, do in our lives. Um, you know, we have workshops. Yeah. We have a ton of different workshops, breath work. Uh, we have de-googling of phone workshops. Um, I think someone's doing maybe an MMA workshop. Yeah. Nice. So you can find all this information and more out at floatfest.com. And I see that Scott has put it in the, um, the overlay here. There, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, please go. There's all this information and so much more um, regarding the festival. Basically, everything you need to know about registration, um, everything you need to know about pricing and ticketing, um, everything you need to know about what you should bring, how to be prepared, hotels in the area. Um, yeah, and we recommend that, um, we, you know, we would love for you to camp with us or, uh, you know, you can rent an RV if you don't have one or a trailer. Uh, or, or, but if you're not into that, there is a hotel just 10 minutes down the street. So yeah. not far away at all. Yep. And so, uh, so those dates are April 29th to May 3rd coming up 18 days. Who's counting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's going to be tons of vendors there. So honestly, if you can benefit by putting your product in front of 380 to 450, that's kind of like my guesstimate on how many people are showing up based on the amount of tickets that we've sold so far. Um, if you can benefit by putting your product and your business out in front of that many people, come to Flowfest. It is free to vend. So all you have to do is show up, set up your table, and uh, and take advantage of people either buying your products or getting your business in front of that many people. Um, it's free to throw a workshop. You can completely offset the cost of your trip by, you know, totally monetizing a workshop at, at Float Fest. 
the pricing is as follows. So the mandatory fee to get into FloatFest is $100 per vehicle. Um, That's for the whole time. And it is and for the can, whole time. You can fill your vehicle up with, you can bring a, a clown car if you want. That's with so insane. People like, yeah. That's just so I know, insane. next year we're probably going to have to raise the price a little bit. But uh, but I but we want to keep it, you know, the, keep yeah. the price down. This is really about community yeah. and supporting each other. And especially like with what we've seen, you know, in the last two years with all this Corona stuff. Um, it's all about like, yeah, meeting people online and in person. Mm-hmm. And hey, we need to shift, you know, you vote every day with your, with your dollars. We need to find, you know, if you buy, uh, you know, coffee from Starbucks, for instance, find another coffee vendor, you know, find another person to do whatever. Yeah. And so let's, we need to support good people doing good things. We have a coffee vendor coming all the way from um, Oregon. Seattle, isn't it? Isn't it Brian yeah. from Seattle? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah he's yeah, one of my buddies. His, his floating username is Scramblin' and he's okay. coming up with a whole setup. Yeah. Um, that's what I loved about last year. So last year we had like about 300 people show up and they were from every single state except for Texas. Wow. Uh, we had a few Texans here oh, and there. We had people oh, literally come up to the event from Mexico. Mm-hmm. We had people from uh, Oregon and Seattle. We had Canada, people from yeah. New York. We had people from Canada. California. Um, like this is during Florida. The yep. Like it was crazy. Everywhere I went, I was just shocked. Yeah. Like yeah. how many people actually came out from other states. I think this year it'll probably be a lot more local people just because of the gas prices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, anyone who's coming from out of state, like I will personally just like give you a huge hug and like a big thank you. Um, so yeah, so I'm sorry, back to the pricing. So we have, um, the hundred dollar mandatory fee. If you are camping, that is only if you are camping and it is a per vehicle. It doesn't matter if you're in a smart car or an RV pulling a tractor trailer. It is one flat $100 fee. It's amazing. Um, and then if you do want to upgrade, um, and get like the VIP experience or package that is going to be $150 uh, per person. And so, and, and that comes with the open bar for that, five days. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow. And it breaks out to be about $30 a day. Cool. So it's a good deal. And, uh, and yeah, that, you know, it's, that's basically the fees to come to FlowFest. It's very cost effective. And, um, there's just going to be so much to do. There's so many vendors, so many workshops. We and have, uh, so oh, many good and it's, it's also uh, family friendly. You can even bring your, your dogs. Hell, last year we brought my cat. Uh, so uh, yeah, bring your dogs, bring your family. We have a whole, like, especially we had events last year as well, but this year, uh, Ashton on our team, she's really knocking out of the park. She's doing this whole like Harry Potter type of thing with all the kids and a bunch of different, uh, activities throughout the whole, throughout the whole, uh, whole time there. Yeah. Kids are going to be like, um, do I have to leave? What? I was like, do I have to leave? Yeah. Yeah. They're honestly going to be thrilled. So we're doing tie dye. We're doing, um, they're creating solar ovens. So they'll be making solar ovens and roasting like marshmallows from the sun. Um, bird feeders. Yeah. They're making bird feeders. And honestly, like, like Kingsley said, uh, Ashton is just like creating this whole four, five day kids camp where it's awesome. like, basically they get sorted into Harry Potter classes. I mean, it's just, she's really into so Harry much. Potter. Oh my God. She's obsessed. <laughs> I hope the kids still are. She's, I talked to her boyfriend. He's like, the fact that she gets to monetize her Harry Potter obsession wow. is like her dream job. That's awesome, man. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. I remember there was a crew of, uh, Oregon, like freedom cell folks that cruised down there last year. And I was like super jealous, but anyway, yeah. And then Brian, uh, this, the coffee guy from Seattle, like he, they, they do a thing called squatch fest up there in Seattle. Yes. And that, that was, uh, 
I went to that. They were like, I think it was the second one. Technically, they did one in the fall, um, and, I, and then, but I went to the spring one last year. That that was just like such a huge inspiration for us that we in our little freedom cell here in Oregon we started our own little uh, festival called Manifest and so it's not on the scale that you guys are doing but you know like myself and a few other people really like we built a stage and like did all this stuff and like it was a huge thing and so I know what yeah I definitely understand what that means to like book all these guests and music and all this stuff and it's a lot of work you know what I mean but uh but it's so worth it like that was one of the most uh powerful experiences I've ever had for sure and yeah. uh and just like man I just have so much respect and appreciation for what you guys are doing just like bringing this community together like it's I'm super excited you know I'm actually on my way I'm moving to Tennessee so I'm leaving Oregon I'm out of here I'm done and uh gonna go uh land just a little south of Nashville and so it just worked out just so happens to I planned I wanted to be out of here sooner but I kind of planned my trip to where Okay, I'm going to hit Float Fest on the way. You know what I mean? Nice. Oh, we appreciate that. I'm excited to meet you and have you come and experience it all in its glory. There's something, you know, like we've really, we've thrown meetups since 2014. A couple conferences. And yeah, like I I threw uh, Anarcho Vegas Mm -hmm. in 2019 and uh, wanted to do it in 2020. I was gearing up and then COVID hit and I had to cancel. But um, doing something outside like this, opens up so many opportunities mm-hmm. and honestly like we went to pork fest and jackalope freedom festival in 2019 was it 2019 20, yeah 2019 2018 and, it, and it just it blew our minds and we're like we will never do another indoor conference again yeah because honestly it's just the freedom that you have at a camping conference mm-hmm. and it's you, you can't know, do archery in an yeah. in indoor you know <laughs> you can't or, do archery. i think we are going to set the campfires yeah. right just resets you know resets your whole body and your whole mindset yeah let's meet outside let's connect with nature connect with each other i mean that's what it's all about yeah yeah Yeah. it's gonna be be a blast i can't wait dan i hope anybody listening if you're in the area or want to go on adventure at the end of april go to flowfest.com come hang out honestly our our speaker lineup is it's phenomenal Dude. Yeah. So take they a look. You, you I don't have to come for the whole time. You just you can show up for a day or the weekend or whatever. It's free, honestly. So if you want to pop in for a day pass, it is free to come in. We just ask that you hit a couple of vendors um, and support wow. support the community. Um, you know, and we'll we'll give you like a quick little day pass thing. You'll come in and scout the area, and then you can leave. And honestly, you don't have to pay. You're not going to want to leave. Yeah, yeah, you won't. Yeah, that's so generous. That's so awesome, you guys. Like, I just can't wait. Yeah, and like, like a good portion of those folks that are going to be there as speakers, you know, I've interviewed, and so it'll be so cool to meet in real life. It's just such a trip. Yeah. So, and we'll have a live podcast studio. If yeah. You want to go. That's right, yeah, yeah. I've got my little mobile setup now, so I can I can probably do some damage. So yeah, I plan. I definitely plan on like documenting it and putting something together for sure. Like definitely. So yeah, you guys, awesome. Well, okay, so uh, I had some other questions. So um, let's see here. So. So float token, we kind of touched on float token a little bit. I know that that's a big project that you guys have been working on. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that's something that uh, that you know, as soon as we launched, I, I, I've been wanting to do, and uh, it's uh, it's an Ethereum based token that's on Polygon. So okay. and a lot of people noticed last year during the last run up um, that Ethereum gas fees are just ridiculous. Sometimes it costs over a hundred dollars to send a transaction. It's not even usable. Yeah. So Polygon is the second layer solution on top of Ethereum, which we decided was the best course of, uh, to take for, for flow token right now, uh, may change in the future. Things always change very quickly in crypto, but right now we're sticking with Polygon 
And we're, um, we're integrating it into the platform. Um, so you'll be able to use uh, MetaMask to be able to access Float Token along with other uh, currencies. Like we don't want to, you know, Float's all about freedom and choice. And, and we don't want to tell you what you should, should or shouldn't accept for tips or for s- subscriptions or anything like that. So, um, but it will be an option uh, once, we, once it gets uh, distributed, uh, should be this month. Cool. Uh, it better be before Float. Float fest. Uh, yeah. Nice. And, um, and it's, uh, like I said, it's 21 million supply. We're launching with uh, roughly 19 million out. So we're kind of like taking a snapshot of where Bitcoin is now. Um, we will be also doing a, well, we're going to be doing an airdrop for the people that bought into our, our NFT sale. Um, we'll also be uh, airdropping. Most people don't know this yet. So this is oh. kind of news breaking. Uh, but we're going to be airdropping uh, quite a few tokens for all of the all of our members that have been with us since the beginning as well. So we're basically uh, tracking um, how much engagement you have got through the throughout the history of uh, Float so far, and we're going to be sending you a little little surprise, a little little gift. Wow for being part of our community and supporting us and, and uh, providing content on the platform. And, um, and yeah, we're, you know, we're just really excited. You basically it has the same inflation rate as Bitcoin as well. And when you, so when you post something, um, we're kind of like taking this kind of, again, same thing as like mining, we're taking like a, a mining block time. We're going to, that's for Bitcoin. It's 10 minutes. We're probably going to make it uh, an hour or a day. Uh, we're still, that's kind of one of the final decisions we're going to be making, but let's just say every day, we, we match your engagement with the rest of the float community and we'll be distributing out uh, new tokens again, based on the Bitcoin inflation rates to, uh, to float members. Wow. So yeah, we're really excited about it. It's going to be uh, fat, you know, fast and uh, fast and almost free, like less than a penny to, uh, to send. You'll be able to tip people, be able to subscribe. Um, you'll be able to use it in so many ways with float market. You'll be able to use it as a currency. And that's what we're all like, I'll, like I'm all about like, okay, yeah, it's great. You know, you make a ton of money and, and being in crypto and all this kind of stuff. But, um, but it's not just all about the gains. Like mm-hmm. crypto to me is all about ending the fed. And so we need a fast and reliable and, um, and, you know, cheap, uh, uh, as far as transaction fees type of money out there and having a, a community and a social network to support that is I feel very powerful. Totally. So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe amazing. Crypto about ending the fed again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, seriously, I mean, something needs to happen. Like we can't just keep letting the steam roll us the way it is, man. Like we're reaching this critical map. Like, I don't even know, man. Yeah. Like, like that, well, I mean, that was one of the things I was going to ask you about. Cause I know you have a pretty extensive crypto background and like, uh, you know, crypto is definitely probably the solution to what we're seeing. Uh, but also at the same time, like as we're seeing other economic, uh, you know, red flags and things globally, like just kind of like, whoa, dude, like people that aren't even really tuned into this stuff are starting to like, you know, realize that something's amiss, you know, obviously we have the whole situation with like the petrodollar, like that's almost like, you know, like this, this is going to cause major disruptions, you know what I mean? And so having something like crypto to fall back on, but also at the same time, we're seeing this strange, like, like narrative from, you know, government organizations like especially here in the U.S. talking about like you know these new forms of like trying to regulate the crypto market, you know, which is just frightening. I was just kind of curious about what your take is on all that, and uh, if if you, as as a developer, have received any sort of like pushback or or any anything on your end. Uh, no, not yet, but I assume that honestly every crypto company will get some sort of pushback or, you know, ask to, to ban or get rid of or whatever, you know, anything crypto related. Cause I do believe that cryptocurrency has the best chance of, 
dismantling. Yeah, dismantling the the Federal Reserve, which is you know the only way that they're able to fund all these mm-hmm. crazy things that these these I call them evil lizard people uh, mm-hmm. do. Amen. So um. So, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, we're just basically gearing up for that moment. I think there is a war on crypto that's been being waged silently. They're now trying to push their CBDCs, their central bank digital currencies, which is like, which is basically like the most tyrannical form of, of, uh, of money that, that could ever exist. And I believe that, you know, real crypto is, is a fight against that. So I always tell people like, cause a lot of people get it wrong. They're like, Oh, they're, they're pushing crypto and this and that, but it's like, there's, you know, there's real crypto and then like, you know, the crypto there's anarchist crypto. crypto and then there's like bank crypto. And yeah, we don't want the bank crypto. That's for damn sure. I mean, look what happened up in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. When, when the government started seizing bank accounts and, you know, forced exchanges to, you know, put freezes on people's crypto accounts, you know, and that, and that really was a huge indicator where we're like, okay, guys, like get your money off of exchanges, not your keys, not your coins. Like you need to be the own custodian of your own funds. And so, you know, if you need to learn how to do that, we'll start your research now and figure it out because honest to God, it's going, if it happened in Canada, it's going to happen here. It's just a matter of time and we all better be prepared for it. And that's, yeah, that's another thing that people, most people that are knowledgeable about crypto just don't understand is that they, they're like, Oh, well, see, they banned crypto. Well, no, they're banning, they're banning custodial accounts or, or companies that are holding your crypto for you. And crypto was not meant to be that way. It's meant to be non-custodial where you are your own bank. Yeah. You own your no keys, third parties. You own like yeah. that's, that is written in the Satoshi white paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so, what uh, we're talking like Coinbase, crypto.com, like that sort of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So even if you do use those, um, those platforms, you know, I got I, my, both my accounts on Coinbase got banned in 2015 mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but you know, as soon as it hits your account, Put them, put them on, yeah. you know, another wallet. Yeah, put yeah, them totally. on uh, your MetaMask, your BitPay, your whatever, like, you know. Any, any wallet where you control the keys. Yeah, exactly. Totally, totally. Well, uh, let's see. So what what are some of the things? So we talked about the groups a little bit. Um, what are some other innovations or things that you guys have on the horizon that you're excited about or that you're even, like, on a bucket list, maybe somewhere down the road that you'd want to incorporate? Oh, man, yeah. Pick. <laughs> yeah, we have, like, a, a long roadmap. Um but we, yeah, so we have groups, we have Float Market that we hopefully should be able to uh, to launch this year. Uh, we have the reward system that I mentioned that integrates, uh, does the inflation of, uh, of uh, Float Token. Um, we have uh, uh, inter- our interoperability strategy is really exciting to, to me as well, uh, because like I mentioned, it's, we're kind of be, going be, gonna to become a kind of a social platform aggregator where you'll be able to see uh, Odyssey uh, videos uh, you'll be able to also post. So it'll be both ways. You'll be able to, you'll be able to see them. You'll also be able to post out to multiple platforms at the same time. Uh, Minds, a bunch of other decentralized platforms. We can also do it, and we probably will do it with even big tech platforms, just because you know it's it's useful. So you'll be able to post a video, and it'll go out to YouTube. Hopefully, Rockfin, if they have API available, or we can integrate with them some way. I'd love to meet with their team and discuss it. Um, uh, you know, any of the others. And the thing is, that's cool too. Like. For instance, with like a, a video post or any post really, but let's just say a video post, if it goes out to Odyssey, Minds, it's on Float, and YouTube. I mean, you could be monetizing in Fiat on YouTube, mm-hmm. getting uh, library tokens on Odyssey, Minds tokens on Minds, and then Float tokens too. So, I mean, it's kind of a, a really cool and something that I'm really excited about. Uh, there's really interesting things that we can do with smart contracts as we move forward, for instance, with, with Float Market. 
Um, we have, you know, assuming that, you know, our social network, our community will be, will be even bigger than um, there's ways where we can decentralize, uh, you know, Airbnb or Uber types of uh, delivery systems um, that can be fully automated and, uh, and decentralized and just completely integrated into the platform. So those are like, yeah, those are like kind of our, you know, years, uh, a year or two out. But, yeah, we have like a five-year roadmap. That's yeah. awesome. It's amazing. So what would you say at this point are you most proud of so far? Finding a good development team. Yeah, and just staying alive. It hasn't <laughs> been easy to keep the lights on, and we thank everyone for uh, supporting us this long. Um, but, we, yeah, we have a long ways to go. And, um, and yeah, it's, you know, I, I knew that doing a social platform would be uh, the most difficult, and it definitely has uh, proven to, to be so. But we're getting there. Yeah. Every day is a fight, but we're, we're fighting a good fight. SOS. Awesome. Yeah. So I was hoping to shift gears a minute, Kingsley. And, and I know I've heard you talk on other interviews about um, um, the situation with your father, you know what I mean? And that's, uh, and I did, I heard like the last interview I heard from you was like maybe back in like January, February. And you said there was a new development, like there was a new hearing coming up or something like that. Maybe get, can you give the listeners a, kind of a brief overview about what I'm talking about? And like, maybe if there's anything we can do to help. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, so my father uh, has been incarcerated for almost 30 years for a nonviolent cocaine charge in 1993. And it's just been, it's just the most ridiculous thing. We have uh, the the prosecutor of his case basically now has, you know, come out years ago. It's been, I think, almost like a decade now, but he's sort of like, hey, the crime does not fit the time. I mean, things have changed. This is during the whole like cocaine cowboy, sure. you know, situation in, in, uh, in Florida. So they're really tough on on, uh, on drugs. Um, like right now, if you would have gotten the same charge, I think it would, it'd be like a six year sentence or less. Uh, there's like there's, here in Oregon, it's all legal. Like drugs are legal. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, the, uh, there's a bunch of other politicians that, that support his release. Uh, we have the, you know, the local media has been, you know, we've been thankful for their, their coverage of his situation. And this is in Florida, media, right? It's in Florida. Sorry? Is it in Florida? Yeah, Florida. Okay. Yeah, he's in he's in a, a, a Florida State Penitentiary up in the uh, Panhandle right now. Um, we had a really good chance to uh, to have the governor and the clemency board vote on his release. Um, what was it? Uh, not last September, but the September before September twenty twenty. And, and and the federal review board. Um, or federal clemency review board, yeah. actually offender review board, offender yeah. review board. Uh, they actually signed off on his release, mm. and they well, said, they, yeah. "They said we recommend you know Michael be released from prison. He's served his time, you know, and he really." The governor typically, in past situations in past years, the governor has listened uh, to the federal review board and uh, and the recommendation. And go ahead, you can finish your story. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, we had all of our ducks lined up uh, for the hearing. I mean, my, my, his mother, my grandmother, sweetest lady alive, mm -hmm. and uh, his sister, um, my aunts, you know, they went up to Tallahassee. They were the first, they had local media with them. They were the first ones to, uh, to speak to the, the governor and the, the clemency board. And uh, the, I, I think it's, it was like a, it's like a political issue or something because the, the person, Nikki Freed, 
who brought up his case to the clemency board is, a, is the only sitting democrat on the clemency board everybody else is republican and there's a few between the governor and nikki freed because she's actually running for governor yeah also yeah she's a so yeah she's a democrat so there's there's a big uh, kind of a feud there like she talks bad about him in like every aspect we can which really doesn't help my dad's situation mm-hmm. but um so so yeah so they you know it's i mean i, I stayed up all night because I was so excited. It was actually on my birthday, September 23rd, 2020. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the best birthday gift ever, right? My dad's been in prison for like, well, I think it was 27 years at that time or something. And uh, and so I watched it and the one of the dumb other clemency board members um, brought up like some, like he had, uh, I guess, a cell phone that wasn't even working. So, so he was just using it as a calculator and he got caught or something. It, I think this was like, it was years ago. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have even been in prison at this time. Um, so they brought this up, and then then it was like, oh, you know, rabble, rabble, rabble. And then the the governor said that he needed more time to review the case. Like, this was this was 2020, so the the, the, the review board hold on a second. Sorry. the review board was already uh, delayed uh, two previous times. So we had like an extra like six to nine months to do Read his job file. and research my father's situation. Yeah. He didn't do that obviously because politicians can't do much. Um, so he, he said that he needed more time. So after that, so we're like, okay, well, he put a what? timeline on it too. No, no, he didn't put a timeline, but the, the person told us that they, 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 they yeah, they tell us it typically, typically takes two to three weeks if, to, to review more. So like nine months later, nine months later, we kept calling, like asking, and you know, it's like, it's like calling the DMP. They just like treat you like you're a criminal or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they treat you like completely hostile. It's like, hey, can I get an update on my father? Here's all this information. They're like, there's a basis, like it's talking to a brain dead zombie. Um, so finally, nine months later, he gets a letter in the mail. We don't get, you know, because they don't know how to email, of course. They, I don't think they sent mail out at that time. Uh, oh no, yeah, they sent it to my father. A uh, piece of mail saying that they denied his request for clemency, which is basically like kind of like a, a pardon mm-hmm. in a way. So, um, yeah, we were working so hard uh, for that. And then they said no. Yeah. That, so, was, that was years in the making, like seven, yeah. eight years in the yeah. making. We were waiting for that wow. clemency work. Yeah. So now our only choice is either for uh, the governor to actually come to his senses and pardon him, which he does have the ability to do. But he has not pardoned anyone since yeah. becoming governor. Yeah. Like, I I mean, honestly, like, I like Rick DeSantis, you know, for the most part with some of the things that he's done with Florida. But with this issue, obviously, it's like, how insane can you be? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so that's, that's one thing. Um, he can file for a clemency board meeting again. But I think it's like another – he had to, like, wait another four or five years or something Jesus. crazy like that. And it's like – and, you know, it's like every day that my father's in prison is like a hard day, you know, like it's, it's so sad because I, I think of like sometimes, you know, there's things where he'll ask me to do something. I'm like, oh, I can't do that until next week. And it's just like next week is, you know, next week, like next week is a long time yeah. um, when you're in a situation. So, I mean, the most, you know, right now that, that people can ask, I mean, you know, we're trying to get the, the figure out some strategies to get the governor's um, uh, attention. But the most I can ask for now is we have a website set up, uh, freemichaelnow.org. You can sign a petition. Uh, we have over, I think, eleven or 12,000 people now that have signed it. Um, it takes two seconds. Really appreciate it. Um, it helps us, you know, basically build a case that, hey, uh, the community supports him. He's, you know, he already he has a job. He has a place to stay when he gets out. Yeah. 
out of state, like out of yeah. Florida. Like, yeah. It's no longer your problem if yeah. you just yeah. let him out of prison. Like, yeah. we'll get him out of the state. We'll take him here in Texas. Like, it's yeah. not an issue. But, but yeah, and I mean, if any, you know, any of your viewers happen to know uh, Rick DeSantis or someone close to Rick DeSantis, uh, you know, please reach out because we are trying to do anything we can uh, yeah. to uh, situation absolutely man like that there's a big call to action to everybody out there yeah if you know any contacts or anybody that's politically active in uh the florida area man like this is this is a travesty you know i've heard you talk about it you know before and it's just like it's sad man like in addition to like ending the fed you know it's just like the whole criminal justice system the prison system the private prison system like it's just it's a racket you know this is a money-making operation you know yep. it's insane man like i uh like Full disclosure, I've talked about it on the show, but, like, you know, I am in, like, uh, recovery from, like, a di- you know, substance use, you know what I mean? I'm many, many years clean. I'm actually a certified drug and alcohol counselor, all that stuff. But earlier awesome. back in the day, I, I did some time in Oregon State Penitentiary, in Oregon Prison, you know what I mean? I've been on the inside. I know what that's like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's not easy. It's scary. It's terrible. But it's also just such a racket, too. It's absolutely yeah. insane, man. Like, it's yeah. like, just seeing, that was one of my big red pills was seeing – how that works on the inside. I'm like, Oh, this is just like a racket. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah they have, you know, some people work in prison and uh, they pay them, I think a, a literally a quarter an hour, mm-hmm. which you would think would be illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. You know, give them minimum wage or something or put even like pay them a quarter, but then put like a slush fund for when they're released. So mm-hmm. there's less chance of recidivism. It's yeah, it's a complete racket. It's complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, we, and- we do get the opportunity to, to talk to him via email, um, through a site. And, um, but honestly, like signing up for the site is free, but like stamps, like they charge, uh, each email requires like at least two to four stamps. If depending if you put like an attachment, like it, you know, the calling, you know, him calling, we have to pay for, you know, it's like they rake in every dime they possibly can. It's awful. It's really awful. And when you go and visit him, it's, unbearable it is unbearable yeah. these people uh who work in work in the prisons where he's been are terrible human people yeah they just treat they treat you like their loved ones like you are the criminal um like there's no shred of human decency at all they don't care if you know they treat you the same whether you're a murderer or a rapist or you had a cocaine charge from 30 years yeah. ago yeah. like yeah. it's ridiculous they it's are just... soulless like yeah. it's like you walk into a black hole. It's awful. Yeah. And I feel, I feel so bad for inmates who have to, you know, deal with that people, totally. offenders. Totally. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like there's definitely people that need to be <laughs> not, not walking amongst us, but at the same time, you know, man. You yeah. Know, yeah. And that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, we need to, we need to double down on violent people. Yeah. We got enough of those people to deal with and all these nonviolent prisoners, uh, I mean, across the world, but especially in the U S I mean, the U S is, is, has the highest prison population in the world. Um, they need to be released immediately. Like yeah. it's, it's modern day slavery. Totally. It's, uh, they're basically prisoners of war yep. and it's, uh, it's, just, it's unjust. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, one of the, one of the, when I talked about it being a red pill, like one of the things that kind of stood out to me, and this is just kind of a microcosm of one of, one of the things I feel is like one of our solutions out of this whole problem to begin with. Like they have this thing called commissary canteen, whatever it is. Right. Like, so they get, they feed you three times a day. Right. And actually here in Oregon prisons, like you get, fat like they feed you like lots and lots of food here you know what i mean so it's not like you're deprived of food but uh you know they have the you know the commissary where you can order like if you have people putting money on your books you order you fill out this little sheet and you can order like up to like several hundred dollars worth of like you know top ramen coffee 
tortillas, you know, all this stuff, like refried beans. And it's like a status thing, right? Like, so if you're able to order lots of stuff, like that's your status and you're like a higher, right. higher status person, you know, in there. And so, you know, I'm just watching this and watching people spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars, like, like for like a $2, like a, you know, whatever it is, like 20 cent top ramen in the real world is like $2, you know, like in there. And so inflation just made it worse. Yeah. People would be bringing back just like garbage bag or just like, uh, you know, shopping bags full of stuff back to their cells or whatever. And it's like, you're just feeding the beast. Right. And it's like, like, I'm just like, you know, this would be so easy to this, like fix this situation. Like how about everybody, how about you guys? Listen, I got an idea. How about everybody just for like two weeks, like nobody order anything, right? Yeah. And maybe have like the gangs enforce that. You know what I mean? Like if you get, you get punked out if you order something off can- commissary. And then and then watch the whole system just collapse. Boom, just like that. That's it. That's all we'd have to yeah. do is just not engage and not participate at all. And the whole thing would be yeah. over tomorrow. It's so insane. Yeah, yeah, it's a tricky situation, but um, but yeah, if, you know, again, if if, if your your uh, listeners could could go to freemichaelnow.org, yeah. uh, sign the petition. I think I do have maybe some um, some donation links, and I think I maybe have like a Bitcoin address or something on there. I gotta check that, maybe update it. Uh, and you know, all that money just goes to to, to you know helping him out, uh, paying lawyer lawyer fees, helping him with any of his needs. And, uh, and also, you know, even float, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, my personal agenda with float is to make it very successful. So, you know, last, last, uh, last on the list of plans is to buy a helicopter with a very long rope so I can, uh, get him out of there. There you go. Any, uh, anything. Cause he's going to die in prison if, if we can't get him out. Yeah, man. So frustrating. So yeah. Hope- a 60 year sentence, um, for that. What is it? A 50 you said? 60. 60, 60 years. Yeah. Fuck. It's just, that's just, uh, you know, he's on his 30th. Yeah. With good, with good behavior. I think it, it changes to like 42 or something like that, but that's still 13, yeah. 13 more years. That's just, yeah, that's, that's, that's criminal right there to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, man. So especially where we're at today, like, like we could, like, it feels like there should be some process to at least like review cases. Like, you know, there's all these people that are in prison for like marijuana charges. Like, come on, you guys, like there has yeah. to be some sort of process, but anyway, you know, yeah. it's not, but well, it's that's not the process and it's yeah. broken. It's totally yeah. broken, man. Like just, uh, God. So man, I'm sorry that that's happened to you and your family, man. And, uh, I hope, I hope something, one of these conversations that you have will spark something, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. They, they're all worth something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, shoot guys. So do you have any call to actions for our people other than that or any final words, any final uh, thoughts, anything, any hope you want to leave us? Cause like you guys, like what you're doing, it, it gives me hope, you know, it gives, I, I'm sure like all the listen, like the people that are involved with float hope, like they see how genuine you guys are. And then that reflects in the product that you're building and the community that that's growing around you. You know what I mean? So like what, what hope do you guys have? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Call to action again, join yeah. float.com, uh, meet us at float fest, uh, doc, you know, go to flowfest.com, um, freemichaelnow.org. And, uh, and yeah, just, I mean, support good people doing good things. Like I said, that's what we're all about. And we have a lot of good people in our community at Flow, and we welcome, you know, anybody who believes in free speech to, to join us and have a conversation about whatever topic they're interested in. Um, we're very accessible. I mean, you can email me at king at float.app, Aaron at float.app, um, you know, at the end of the day, we, we love people and we, we feel that, especially now, it's becoming more evident every day that, uh, that we need to, you know, group together and basically create a, a parallel society or mm-hmm. in parallel economies um, that support each other and not, and not the bad people doing bad things out there. Yeah. And if you ever want to chat, you can join our Telegram group and 
and just kind of get to know our community, you know, just from there, just to dip the toe and see if this is, you know, the kind of community that you're that you're looking for. But um, yeah, the best thing to do again is just join and get and get your, you know, get your your people to join too. Totally. Um, yeah. Totally. Uh, so, what's your Telegram group? I didn't know you guys had a Telegram group. What's how do you get in there? Um, so you can actually, you can go to our site. Oh, it's a link on there. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I believe we have a button on, um, float, F-L-O-T-E dot biz, B-I-Z. Oh, cool. And I'm pretty sure the Telegram group is there. That's just our site that goes over kind of the company and the team. Okay, cool. Right on. I'm going to try and make a list of all these things to put in the notes here. So that's perfect. So <laughs> Sorry, we have a lot of <laughs> No, this is fantastic. It's fantastic, guys. So, wow. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm so grateful we finally got to connect you guys. And, uh, man, I'm super grateful for all the hard work that you're doing. I know it's a lot. It's I know it's stressful. But, you know what, as the as these institutions collapse, you know, the, the whole idea of a parallel economy, a parallel society, is that we're just over here building. And then eventually, when they just torch theirs to the ground, we're going to be like, hey, guys, come on over. We got this beautiful thing sitting right here for you. So. Yeah. Kudos to you for being, you know, part of the solution, taking action, um, you know, with taking all the arrows, you know, fighting the fights that need to be fought. And, uh, you know, it's very commendable and uh, you're making the world a better place. So very much appreciated. And thank you guys so much. And uh, I will see you in Texas. Yeah, and thank you for everything that you do as well. Yeah, yeah man. Well, thanks, guys. Right on. Well, uh, have a good night. You too. All right. Bye bye.